Have you ever heard of the term Sunday scaries? Now, this isn't really a scientific term at all, but it is sort of this anticipatory anxiety that starts early Sunday afternoon, works and weaves its way into Sunday evening, and it really is just an overwhelm or an anxiety in anticipation of a Monday. I know we've all felt like this before. I certainly have. As someone who does struggle with anxiety, I have absolutely experienced feeling really agitated before another workday, a new work week, and of course, a Monday. Now, this is our Monday Minute, and I thought I would offer a couple of ways that I help myself get on board the night before. And even if it's not a Sunday, this is something that can help lend a little more peace and a little less anxiety or maybe Sunday scaries before a Monday or really any day of the week. First things first is to know what exactly is going on in the week ahead. I personally love to record in like my um, digital calendar or even in an agenda so that I know when are my calls, when are my work blocks, when are my meetings, when is my workout taking place, um, do I have a virtual um, girls hang session I need to work in there. These are things that help me know and kind of plan around how I can be um, proactive instead of reactive during the week. And that is really helpful for someone like me. And if you experience anxiety in sort of the unknown or knowing that we can't really control everything, there are some things that we can really have an, a grasp on before we go into a new day. Some things I love doing are, for example, if I know I wanna get a workout done the following day, I set out my workout gear the night before. I also know what kind of workout I'll be doing the next day, whether that's needing my outdoor gear for an outdoor run, or maybe it's more of an online class or a virtual sweat sesh. And I know exactly what I'll be using for that online session and have it all ready the night before. This helps me literally roll out of bed and get it done first thing in the morning, which is when I really love to get moving because it sparks a lot of that creativity for the rest of the day. Something else that I love is knowing that I'm not gonna use my phone first thing in the morning. I don't want anything to infiltrate this mind or this mindset before I've even had time to have a sip of coffee. So that sets me up for my next thing, which is setting up my coffee pot and coffee things all the night before and pairing it with my Kindle. I like to call it my coffee and Kindle time, but whether or not it's a Kindle that you're reading on, it can be an audiobook, or you could be listening to an empowering podcast or a physical book and have that time. Now, I know a lot of people say, well, I really don't have time to, to take, you know, to read a book. What I would offer you is this, is thinking to yourself that anything that's a priority will get done. And what I know is that if I set a five to 10 minute timer on my watch and count that down for five to 10 minutes, that's it. And just take that time to read as much as I can in the five to 10 minutes, then that's good enough for me. Then that's the cue that I can move on with my day and take something away from those five to 10 minutes that I took the time to read. Something else that I really love to do is have a minute of gratitude or maybe five. And I love this gratitude journal called the five minute gratitude journal. Um, it's written by Sophia Godkin and I leave it next to my bed the night before. Every night it gives me the time to do a daily download of what I loved throughout the day, what were some positive things, how can I tune into a bit of peace instead of scrolling my phone, which always is more of an anxiety inducer than it is anything related to peace and calm and quiet. What I love about this particular gratitude journal is that it gives you an affirmation to repeat, it shares a helpful quote for that day, and it asks you brand new questions every day of the book for you to share what your gratitude was. I love the way that it gives me new ways to say a of new things I'm grateful for because I think when we start talking about gratitude, we can start repeating some things and then wonder if it's even being helpful at all. But this book has been really great to help me have to dig deeper, have to find out 
new ways of what I was grateful for and have to sort of even pay attention during the day to even notice the things that can sometimes slip by when life is busy, chaotic, crazy, and we let those things go slip under the rug. That's something that stays beside my bed and I make sure to record something every night as best I can. Now, having said that, only you know what practices you need to do the night before so that you can find yourself feeling prepared for the next day. But it's really important not to be hard on yourself if some things don't come to fruition. If you plan to gratitude journal seven days a week, but you manage to squeeze it in three or four out of those days, then celebrate that. That is a win. That shows that that was a priority to you. And same thing for a sweat sesh or scheduling a call with some friends or getting uh, something that was a hobby that you wanted to integrate into your week. There are ways that you can find relaxation relaxation moments, whether it's through breath work or meditation or gratitude journaling or moving your body or refueling your mind with personal development, whatever it is that helps you reclaim that breath, that peace, do the best you can, but forget the rest because with everything going on in this world and with such a busy life happening and with all of us just navigating lots of emotions that come with those things, anxiety can be what bubbles up as a result. And my hope is that you'll take the time to ask yourself right now how you can take a look at what your night routine looks like. If you're finding yourself maybe a little bit anxious about what's to come tomorrow, think a little bit about what are your habits? What are your you know common routines? What are the things that maybe you do on autopilot that maybe you haven't noticed except for they don't make you feel as great as you deserve to. Those were some things that helped me take away all of these things. I love knowing that my phone doesn't stay in my room anymore because thanks to that, I know I'm gonna be gratitude journaling instead of scrolling social media. And I really know that I get gain a lot more peace and a lot more perspective by just trading one habit for another, one that serves me more for one that serves me a little bit less. I hope that you take the time to reflect this week on what are some things that make you feel amazing? How can you set that up the night before so that whether or not it's Sunday, you're not necessarily feeling an anticipatory anxiety, but way more power and control um, over what you can control and a lot of grace for just doing your best and forgetting the rest. So we would love to hear from you. Let us know in the comments. Don't forget to follow along with us on Let's Put the Rad and Radical for new episodes every Friday. And this has been your Monday Minute with Amanda. See ya.